Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and today is Monday, January 8th. And from our extraordinary core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer John Schumann, who is out with a new set of power rankings, Oklahoma City. Thunder jumped to the number one spot up from number two last week, the Boston Celtics. Drop down to number two. The Denver Nuggets come up to number three. Minnesota is at number four. Los Angeles Clippers in that five spot. Uh, tough loss to the Lakers. Uh, uh, battle of the L.A.s last night. But, Shu, I, w- I want to get into a couple teams, first in the Eastern Conference, that have been doing really well since the trade uh, between the New York Knicks, Toronto Raptors, and, and kind of getting back to, I'm sure Tom Thibodeau somewhere smiling, watching how his defense has improved over this stretch. Uh, but let's start with the Knicks, 4-0. Um, OG Ananobi has been a critical part of that. They had a really, really dominant win on Friday. Ananobi, that's his spot. And that is textbook. Textbook. As they beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, by 36 points, Joel Embiid was playing. They're currently sitting fifth in the Eastern Conference at 21-5. and five. What have you liked about the Knicks, how they are playing and have been playing with the way um, this lineup looks right now? Top line is that they have the number one defense in the month of January. Now, we're only seven days in, but that's that's the four games that, you know, they played with OG Ananobi. Um you know, they've helped their four opponents to just 103 points per 100 possessions, which is incredibly good defense. 
Um, like you said, they beat the Sixers, and this is a, the Knicks are a team that hasn't been very good against other good teams. They've sort of fattened up on on wins over over the lesser teams in the league, um, and haven't been as good against the best teams in the league. Um, to get a signature win like that is obviously huge. Um, and like I said, they they have the number one defense this month. You know, this was a a win-win trade. I think a lot of people thought it was a win-win trade when it happened. And so far, like 10 days later or a little less than 10 days later, it still sure looks like a win-win trade because the two teams are uh, a combined seven and one since their their new players uh, have started suiting up. So, um, yeah, I think the Knicks still have questions about their bench. That win over Philly was like, so the first couple of games with uh, Ananobi, their bench wasn't very good. Um, probably missing Emmanuel quickly, um, but that win over Philly was their their first really good win and a good performance from their bench. Um, with Josh Hart's minutes being incredibly good, and I think as long as they have their top six guys on the floor, which is their current starting lineup plus Josh Hart, they're really really good. And I still still think there's going to be some questions about spots seven, eight, nine uh, in the rotation, but so far so good. Yeah, and Nick's searching to get one of those top four spots uh, as they continue on this season in their playoff positioning. As for the Raptors, uh, sitting 21st in your power rankings, 11th in the Eastern Conference at 15 and 21. Just had a nice win against the Golden State Warriors. And and speaking of those new players, uh, R.J. Barrett. Barrett now gets to his left and finishes. He's got 35 strong. Season high for him. Barrett's got 37 large. 37 points, six rebounds, six assists. He was five of eight from three just last night. Emmanuel quickly with 10 assists, as you mentioned, and, and has just been a solid addition to this Raptors group. Uh, we talked a lot, even when the trade happened, about just the timeline with Scotty Barnes, what they want to do. Um, they have been playing well, but what do you see for the Raptors this season. I know Pascal Siakam is, is continues to be in a lot of speculation for if he will get moved, what will happen with this group? How, how do you kind of frame where this team is at um, and with the way that they have been playing as of late? Yeah, I mean, they're three and one since, since um, you know, quickly and Barrett have started playing. Um, it's been their best stretch of offense this season. Um, and part And a big part of that is... Pascal Siakam, um, he has the highest true shooting percentage among 55 players with at least 50 field goal attempts this month. Um, but it's been a balance attack. Like he's only averaging 23.5 points per game over the four. They've had six other, five other guys averaging at least 12 points per game. But still, like you still have to take a step back and look at the big picture and realize they're still 15 and 21, right? They're not in the top 10 in the Eastern Conference. And yeah, maybe... If they continue like this, they can climb up to eighth or ninth, but that's still, you know, not a great spot. Um, if you're thinking big picture, um, they've made it very clear that Scotty Barnes is who they're building around going forward. Siakam, as we know, um, can become a free agent this summer, or he is a free agent this summer. It was Ananobi that has the player option. Um, so, I think they still have to sort of look to see and and field calls and see what they can get for Siakam and and see if any kind of package um, makes more sense long-term because 
they've said they're they're building around Scotty Barnes. They even said that they're doing it, building slowly around Scotty Barnes, that it's going to be a process in, in developing him into the complete player that they want him to be. Um, I think they obviously have a little bit more juice offensively with Quickly and Barrett, but it's there's still um, the ceiling still isn't particularly high, I don't think. Yeah. And and I think that's a lot of decisions. We'll see what Masai Jerry wants to do and more the direction of the team, um, where they're going. But when it comes to the Knicks, I, I I like what they've done. I like how they're playing. I think there's a little added juice that we now see. Um, talking a lot about what they've done on the defensive end with OG, but I also think you know just the shuffle, uh, more Quentin Grimes now back in the rotation and just kind of how they fortified things. Um, and I, I think when it comes to the Knicks and how the Eastern Conference right now appears to be a, a little bit fluid and wide open, um, as well as Boston is playing, as well as Philadelphia is playing, there's opportunity. And I, I think the Knicks can feel that, can see that. Um, and with that being said, Milwaukee Bucks, they're currently sitting eighth in your power rankings. Um Second in the East, second in the East, third overall record. But but the record feels like it's deceiving based on the eye tests and what you watch them. Um, I know we talked a lot. There was a lot of hype about that San Antonio game, the Wemby, the Giannis matchup back and forth that putting in perspective was against the worst team in the Western Conference um, and just kind of the numbers Giannis calling out his team, the, the entirety of everyone collectively needing to be better. Um, what have you seen in the Bucks that has been less about the wins and the record and more about the projection of what they may do as the season continues on um, and, and if they can continue to be that title contending team uh, that they want to be? Yeah, I, I think specifically when I watch them, I just see the other team, you know, we saw it with, in their game against the Pacers last week. The other team just getting lots of layups and easier looks in the paint than we're obviously used to um, the Bucks giving up in the past. You know, they still have two of the best big defenders in the league and in, in Giannis Antetokounmpo and, and Brooke Lopez. And to see them sort of struggle defensively and, and allow good looks in the paint against other teams is just, um, I guess, uh, disappointing. Um but I also think about it like so that you like you said they have the third best record in the league, but it still feels oh, underwhelming, right, or disappointing. And when you look at it, you know there are ten teams in the league, the Bucks included, um, that are at least seven games over five hundred. So there's nine others, and they've played only three games total against those nine other teams in the top ten of the league. And they've yet to face Minnesota. They've yet to face Denver, Oklahoma City, the Clippers, the Kings, or the Pelicans. Now, all those teams are in the Western Conference, obviously, and the, the Bucks have played the fewest interconference games of any team in the league. Um, but like I said, so like they don't have any signature wins, right? We haven't seen them beat really good teams yet. You know, they're they're two and one in the three games that they've played within the top ten. And both of those wins were before Thanksgiving. It was the Sixers on opening night, and it was the Mavs in mid in mid November. Um, they also have a loss to the Celtics, who so they'll play again this week. So, I think 
you know, I, I think with this team, we just want to see them beat good teams. One, they haven't had the opportunity. And two, they, you know, like you mentioned, like they play the Spurs and they, you know, they beat them by four. And as fun as that game was, when you look at the result and you see a, a four point win against the team with the league's worst point differential, it's, it's like I said, disappointing and underwhelming. Yeah. And, and I think that defensive component, they're giving up uh, the most shots in the league. Teams getting a lot of opportunities, not taking care of the glass. There's a lot of little things it feels like that um, surprisingly with the move of Dame Lillard to me, um, and, and he's been, I still don't trust them in the game situations. And I think that's the one thing, you know, th- that they were looking to improve upon. And I think given a close game, there, there's still times. And I know in that San Antonio game, we keep talking about him, Giannis, um, dominated down the stretch of the game, but just questioning what their depth looks like and, and just um, what it would look like in a high leverage situation. Um, I think that's still yet to be seen with this group. Uh, but we're going to get to two teams uh, th- that have taken on a lot of pressure, seem to be projecting in in the right direction the Dallas Mavericks and New Orleans Pelicans we will get to them right after the break did you ever play the over under game with your friends you know think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds I know I did if you have then you're going to love pick six the new fantasy game from DraftKings an official partner of the NBA here's how to play during the NBA playoffs Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah joined by John Schumann and... Shoe in the West, uh, we got a couple teams starting to come together, whether through health, whether through chemistry. Um, let's begin with the New Orleans Pelicans sitting sixth in your power rankings, seventh in the Western Conference at 22-15. and 15. They've won five of their last six games. The only loss was to the Los Angeles Clippers. And coming off of a big win against Sacramento 
last night, 133 to 100 win. And they've been playing well. I mean, finally healthy. I think the early part of the season are different moments. Um, they've been missing some some key players. Zion did not play yesterday. Uh, but CJ McCollum ha- has been terrific and, and so has their three-point shooting. Uh, why do you like what the Pelicans have been doing lately? Well, first of all, they own the Sacramento Kings, who are you know still one of the top 10 teams in the league. They're 4-0 against the Kings with two wins of more than 30 points. Um, and poor Kings have to play them one more time. They got an extra game because of the in-season tournament, and they'll play one more time in the last week of the season. Um, you know what? They've been like ridiculously hot from three-point range. I mean, this is not a high-volume three-point shooting team in the league. They actually rank 27th in three-point rate, meaning the percentage of the shots that are from three. Um, and 25th in three-point differential uh, as far as like how, how many points they're outscored by from three-point range per game. Um, but they've shot really well, and a lot of that is C.J. McCollum. He's uh, 29 for 54 from three-point range over the last six games. It'll go up. It's deep. And C.J.'s got it. That was That's his first attempt. His 45.3% for the season is a career best mark and is sixth best among the 90 players with at least 150 attempts. Um, he's having a really good season. I mean, we know he missed an extended amount of time, um, but he's having a, a terrific offensive season. Um, he's the only player who shot 50 cent, 50% or better on at least 50 pull-up two-pointers and 40% or better on at least 50 pull-up threes. Um, he is a sort of one-on-one pick and roll sort of mid mid range, uh, master, you know, shooting better, um, on pull-up twos than as than Kevin Durant this season, who's actually not shooting very well on pull-up twos. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think he's sort of led the way, but they also obviously have like a great sort of ensemble cast with Brandon Ingram with Zion Williamson, uh, Trey Murphy now healthy and playing really well. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, you know, they are, it's fine. They're, they're in a, in a, in a, that mix of Western conference teams that are pretty good and could be, you know, I think we, we favor the, the nuggets to be at least in the Western conference finals, but I think that second spot seems pretty wide open and the Pelicans I think are among the candidates. Yeah, without a doubt. And they just, I mean, you mentioned Trey Murphy. I, I love his game. I think he's played about half the games or a little less um, because of injuries for this team. But the the shooting ability with the range, the length, and I, I think that's another thing, having just seen them. Um, and I think still figuring out, you know, Jordan Hawkins, a rookie, uh, a guy that has not shot as well as he probably can where he fits in to this rotation, but just the length of this team. I mean, between Herb Jones, um, if they are playing big with, with Zion and, and Jonas, uh, Brandon Ingram being in there, like they just bring a ton of length as well on the defensive end and, and obviously disrupt a lot of things, uh, with the way they can get after you on that end. Uh, another Western conference team playing really well. Dallas Mavericks currently 11th in your power rankings, uh, six in the Western conference, 22 and 15. They have won three straight, including a really nice win against the Minnesota Timberwolves yesterday, 115, 108. Uh, they've won three straight and Kyrie Irving is back. Uh, after a 12-game absence, he came back January 1st. They had an ugly loss to Utah. Um, however, they've won three straight. They're starting to get healthy. They've been playing well. Um, 
can can the Mavericks make themselves contenders in this Western Conference? Uh, I think so. I, I still sort of have questions about their defense, um, but their offense can obviously be ridiculously potent. It only ranks tenth in the league right now, but it can obviously climb climb higher than that if if Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic um, stay healthy. You know, uh, prior to Sunday, prior to that win over the Wolves, the Dallas was just one and nine against the eight teams that have a better record than they do, and that one win was against the Clippers in those like first five games after the James Harden trade. So it wasn't exactly a, a quality win, uh, considering how bad the Clippers were during that stretch. So obviously getting the the win over Minnesota on Sunday um, was huge. And and Minnesota went on an 11-0 run and like put the Mavs down six with less than four minutes left. And they answered with a 13-0 run, 13 run of their own. And, and that goes to sort of a, a greater point about clutch play. You know, the Mavs... Um, last season were five and 11 in games that in which they had both Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, you know, after the, the, the trade with the nets. Um, but they actually outscored their opponents over those 16 games. Um, 14 of the 16 were within five points in the last five minutes. And the Mavs lost 11 of those 14 close games. So basically they were a decent team with Kyrie and Luka Doncic in the, in the, lineup they just failed to execute or just miss shots down the stretch of a bunch of close team close games um and this year they have the league's second best clutch mark 12 and 5 um including 7 and 1 with Irving in the lineup Kyrie staring at the basket jab stepping against McDaniels a stare down three ties the has done so much tonight. Scoring, steals, rebounds. There he is again. Corner three, corner pocket. Kai lets it fly and does it again. There's one, it's one thing to be a good team, right? Be good on offense, be good on defense, beat your team, beat your opponents by healthy margins. But a lot of this game just comes down to execution and maybe even a little bit of luck down the stretch of, of close games. And the Mavs, you know, have seen the biggest jump in clutch winning percentage from last season to this season. And that's sort of where, um, you know, part of their success is, right? Like, it's it's sometimes you, you, you win games by 15 and 10 points, but a lot of games come down to the last few minutes and it comes down to execution and a little bit of luck as far as shot making and, and you know, what your opponents are doing too. And I think that's what you would hope for, you know, having guys like Luca and Kyrie. Um, if ever you are going to execute, you got to go to guys that can can certainly and have shown the ability to execute um, down the stretch. Finishing, uh, finishing down the stretch is something the Lakers did, snapping a four-game losing streak last night with their win over the Clippers, who were riding a five-game win streak. Uh, maybe LeBron calling out, calling out some of the guys and, and his team um, has got them back. But the Clippers will face the Phoenix Suns tonight, 10.30 p.m. Eastern on NBA TV. They've been playing really well. we got a good slate uh, for you this evening. And as always, Shu, we appreciate um, all your nuggets, your notes, and, and the great insight that you have in your power rankings on NBA.com. And I'm sure we will be talking with you real soon. Thanks, Sarah. Go Hokies. <laughs> 
NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.